Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speaker Podcast. This is our final part of our Functions of Conclusions for for Public Speaking Podcast series. And this part is about leaving your audience with a clincher. If you don't know what a clincher is, stay tuned to listen to this podcast. So with conclusions, we talked about in a lot of the other parts about how you have a final appeal, how to prepare your audience for the end of speech, how to effectively conclude, how to summarize. But there are other variations, and a lot of those are subjective, and you'll uh, experience them as you give more public speeches. But here are some different variations that we'll talk about if you want to end with a clincher, if you want to end in a non-normative way, and if you want your audience to feel something a little bit different than if you were to end in a traditional type of fashion. So we've talked a lot about how stories are really good to hook an audience in the beginning of a public speech. That also means that stories can be excellent conclusions for a public speech. And here's two different ways that you can use the art of storytelling to conclude your final speech. First, you can complete the story that you introduced in the beginning of your speech. So a lot of times you may be talking about like a personal experience in the beginning of a speech and then you, br uh, you branch off that personal experience and use it as a transition to talk about the actual subject of your presentation. When you're concluding, you can bring back the concept that you talked about in the beginning, that personal narrative that you brought up, and conclude whatever was the conclusion of that personal narrative, which means you would bring up the personal story at the beginning, not finish it, use it to transition to the body of the stuff you want to talk about, and then at the end, your conclusion would be symbiotic with what you're talking about, which is like the topic of your presentation, and the actual conclusion to the real life thing you brought up in the personal narrative if that was the type of story that you told in the beginning. It's important to remember that you stopped right before the climax. So now is the time to finally conclude and bring back the story because the climax was at the beginning, then you branched off into what you're talking about. Now you're explaining the conclusion and the summary towards how it ultimately ends. And most people will be hooked onto that because people like stories. People want to know what happened when, um, Let's do some wild stuff. You got hit by a car when you were five. You didn't talk about what happened at the end, and now you're talking about what is the terminal impact of that story. What's the final part, right? So you're concluding what happens after the entire speech, which is the beauty of public speaking. You're taking your audience on a journey, taking them on, a, on, a, on an adventure that they've never seen before and allowing them to feel what you want them to feel at the end. The second way is that you can retell the story and this time the story will reflect what the audience has learned from your speech. So if you told a story at the beginning and you did the beginning, middle, conclusion, then you did the actual body of your regular speech, you can retell that story in a way that is uh, in line or in context with the body of your speech so that now it gives them more context for why the speech was said and why you're repeating it at the end of the conclusion because of the internal links and relationships that it has with the topic of the presentation you actually talked about. Either of these two methods provides coherence and structure to the, to, to the type of speech you want to be talking about. Now, humor can also be effective when you're concluding and ending with a clincher, um, but you have to be weary of humor because it can be dangerous because some people aren't funny. However, if you can be effective at making the audience laugh or getting that type of reaction from them, then you could end with a really nice clincher uh, because you, you've made the audience feel good, you made them laugh. Um, another way to end is leave with a cliffhanger, right? So to, to, to not leave them with the exact closure they want, to leave them with an unconventional feeling. Like instead of ending with things will be better, maybe you end with things sometimes don't get better and you have to deal with that. 
And that is a more unconventional way that is maybe more relatable to a lot of people's personal experiences, but it, it doesn't really conclude. It doesn't bring the story full circle, but it leaves it as it is. But that leaving it as it is in and of itself is a conclusion because of the nature of what you're talking about, given there may be no perfect closure or there may be no perfect conclusion to the story or elements of what you're actually discussing. If you're able to effectively do that, then you're gonna be able to leave your audience with the impact you want, whether it's ending with a, a cliffhanger using humor, or it's about restating your story, or about ending the story at the beginning. All of those different things allows you to effectively conclude in a way that maybe is different from the simplicity of just restating or of rehashing what you originally talked about.